Welcome to Earn's World. Hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the we do, there's no comparison. This is the Earn's World Podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. Check it out, All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Earn's World Podcast. It's your boy DJ Earn One. It's your boy Diff You. We coming at y'all again from Portland. You know, we doing a little late night session on y'all, man. Yeah, a little late night quick episode. Yeah, um, a little another quick episode. This is technically episode 34. 34. Yeah, so we're making our way up there. Welcome back, Slowly people. But surely. Welcome back. Yes. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody's doing good, man. Happy Halloween. Or late Halloween. Because yeah. Halloween was yesterday. But still, happy Halloween. True, true, true. Nonetheless. Um, Let's do a little recap, man. So far, actually, since, you know, Halloween passed and shit, how was your Halloween weekend and, you know, Halloween day? All right. So, uh, I guess Halloween weekend this year was kind of interesting, but also not really interesting. At the same time, I feel like it was very similar to any other Halloween weekend out here in Portland. I feel like Portland's also one of those rare cities that does Halloween a little bit better than a lot of other people. Um, Outside of... New York, maybe in LA, and any other major like metropolitan area in the United States. I don't know. I just feel like Halloween also is just way more fun as an adult than it used to be as a kid. And I don't know if it's just because parents aren't like hindering you from what you actually want to be for Halloween. You know what I mean? And you also got friends that like you can do like the tandem group costumes and stuff with. Like I saw a lot of good ones. Like for example, the homie Wasim, who's out in New York now. He was um, Doodle Bob from SpongeBob for Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Man, of course. Bro. Yeah, but I mean, like, stuff, stuff like stuff like that that you know you wouldn't have seen That's as a kid. Know. Like nobody's pulling out a Doodle Bob costume when we were in like. A lot of people don't even like SpongeBob, yo. But I'm just saying though, like stuff like that. Um, I was kind of forced to resurrect an old costume, and got mislabeled the whole entire night. What were they trying to? Call, what were they called me? So I pulled back out the Ice Cube costume. Very Ice Cube costume. Yes. I mean, bro, it's the same shit. No, it's not. You damn near look. They damn near had the same type of fit. Come on, bro. But it's not the same thing. It's not the same person. Easy E. I think of Easy E. I think but of the Lokes. They literally wore the same. They, I think of the Lokes and I think of the gloves. They both damn near had the Jerry curl. Yeah, they both had the Jerry curl. They both Ice Cube wore, had they facial both hair. They both shit. Ice Cube had facial hair though. But you have facial hair and you're not even them, so they gonna think one of the two. But look. Like I could see that you can you, you that was expected. You yeah, should have I mean, expected that. I, I could see why it happened, but like at the same time, I'm like, you know, nah. There's more than one person in, in NWA with a Jerry curl. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. That's a reach. How is that a reach? Because it's like I could. You literally could have been both. That could have passed for both. Nah. Hey, wasn't you Easy E last time? But some, but a lot of people wasn't very. Easy, but a, easy E last. No, easy I was Ice Cube last time, uh-huh. and it's funny because a lot of people were very, very were, were like. On point with it as soon as they said it like, oh, cube. I was like, see, appreciate you. I'm like, everybody out here is not, you know. Everybody out here, everybody out here, everybody out here ain't ignorant. True. But everybody I feel like I feel ignorant. like I feel like that could have been a fifty. Nah, fam. No. I don't have Lokes on and I don't have gloves on. Those are two very distinguishing features from Easy E during that particular era. I guess you write the gloves. The gloves and the shades. Yeah, yeah, true. Because Easy had the gloves and the shades. True, true, true. So no, I guess <laughs> you're right. That is a very high distinct, distinction. Yeah, like if you know, you know. True. But it was also awesome if you know, you know. So I wasn't too upset. But at the same time, after after like the the thirtieth person being like Easy, I was like, all right now. Right. I'm cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Um. I don't know, man. I ain't really experienced a lot of Halloween shit in, in Oregon. Um, and to even piggyback off of what you're saying, like, I'm 50-50 with what you're talking about. Because uh, I had a lot of fun as a kid during Halloween. Like, my family threw Halloween parties, and they wasn't, like, traditional Halloween parties. We did haunted houses. My mom would set up the whole haunted house, like, a whole, the whole house, like a haunted house, and do, like, a little thing where you had to walk through. It was legit. Like, the family got involved, and, like, we invited people over. So, as kids, Halloween was kind of lit. 
as I got older, Halloween is definitely a lot less lit. But I will say, because you're an adult, yes, you can do cool adult things. I will say, yeah. I will say this though. One of the last dope Halloweens I experienced was in Vegas, and that was cool. Okay. My first time ever going to Vegas for one was in was on Halloween. So to go to your, to go to Las Vegas for your first time and it being during Halloween, I ain't gonna lie, that's a pretty dope experience. Like I I I, I kind of tell people if you ever want to go to Vegas, go at a time like that because it's actually super dope. Like everybody's dressed up. There's definitely gonna be something going on. Um, a lot of concert shows, things like that. Uh, so that was the last time that I actually experienced like a Halloween weekend. You know what I'm saying? And it was like that all weekend. No, I feel that. I mean, I guess I understand what you're saying. Cause I mean, when I was in New York, Halloween was like super lit. But at the same time, there were just like parties going on all throughout the it city. So it's like you just, maze. you just mob out in New York City on Halloween weekend. Or like that week of Halloween. And you just kind of just walk in and stuff because you got homies that are having like work parties and work costume parties true like well i haven't wore a costume in so long like i don't know what it is but costumes are like a fucking mission to me they can be it's depending like, on what you're trying to depend on what you're trying to be like and i was telling my older brother he was like yeah i'm gonna think i'm gonna just go with x y and z this show i was like bro if you go as a celebrity you gotta actually get that shit off yeah you can't half-ass it you can't half-ass that shit like, I'm the type of person I like dressing up, but I know because I'm such a, like, extremist and passionate, it's either I go all the way out with it or I don't do it at all. Basically. And so it's just kind of like I never end up doing it because I feel like it's like a whole, like I said, a mission. Yeah, like, I tell damn. you all the time, like, if you're going to dress up for Halloween, you got to actually dress up. Right. Like, don't. Don't halfway. Don't halfway do it. Yeah, and so, like, yeah. But it seems like a vibe, you know what I mean? I do want to do, we talked about this, I want to do a costume party, but the funny part is, like, I'm the type of motherfucker. I want to throw the party. I don't necessarily care about being doing dress up, but I would love to do a throw a costume party like that would be dope. Man, I'm not mad at the idea of it. I'm just like, I'll DJ at the cost at a costume party dressed up though. I'm not like I said. I'm not mad at the idea of a costume party on Halloween, but it's just like I feel like that's just kind of the norm because it's Halloween, you know. I mean, that's what you're going to get. What else are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, like, ways you could actually do a costume party differently than somebody else. Because, like, everybody's literally doing a costume party. I mean, they do the best costume, which is cliche, but... That's something everybody... But there's only but so much you can do. I guess you got a point. Like, literally, like, what, what, what else are you going to do? It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, you got a point. You got a point. Well, no, like, like I said, to my point earlier, I just feel like Halloween... It's more fun as an adult because you can literally, there's no limitations on what you can be. Like True. nobody's there, to, nobody's there to stop you and tell you, yo, you can't, you can't go as like, let's say, uh, I'm trying to think of like a, a movie, a movie character that like. That's petty shit, but I feel you. No, but like, you know what I mean? Like, let's say you always wanted to dress up as like somebody from your favorite movie. Or like if it may be like, like. really, really dress up like that person. I, I can and your parents always told you, no, you can't be that. I ain't never been experienced that. I ain't gonna lie, but but you know what I mean. Like it how happens. many mother, how many characters are there that were like super inappropriate? That I mean, I know there's a lot, but it's like not inappropriate. But I just mean like you know, you, you ask your parents for a cot to be like, somebody. Hey, mom, you ask, your, be, you ask your parents be, to be something from something from be some be, go with somebody. I'm gonna tell from my mom I want to be Jeffrey Dahmer, and they don't have a cost. They don't necessarily have a costume, so it's like uh, you'd have to like go through the process of trying to make it. Imagine telling your parents, like, hey, I want to be Jeffrey Dahmer. Then I might be like, yo, why you want to be that? No, I'm like, not saying anything like what that. But what if your child came up to you and was like, I want to be Ted Bundy? But like, think of like, think of like a, a superhero or something like that that they that they don't have a costume for, where it's like you'd have to like make it. That's different. I thought you were talking about being something that they're not allowed to like that. That's like considered no, inappropriate. No, not necessarily like that. I'm just saying that like some like outlandish because people be going off the people people go out out like for example, the dude of the year. Um, I was in New York. That went as a do rag. Was he in the plastic? Yes. And he was on the packaging. Like, he was the model on the package, too. That's kind of funny. Right. That's kind of funny. I'm like, stuff like that is 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 funny to me as an adult. Like, it's Because it's like, it's culturally relevant, too. True. Like, so it's like... Sneaking you know, outside the box. Yeah. True. Nobody would have thought to go as a do-rag as a kid when we were kids. True. 
I mean, honestly, though, the crafty costumes, the ones that don't cost a lot of money, be the ones that be kind of cool, too. Sometimes. Let me see if I can find that picture, actually. Like, I remember at one point, bro, me and Patrick and everybody, bro, we just wanted to go to the neighborhood and get candy. So we just threw some shit on just to say we were dressed up. It got to a point to where we knew we were getting too old to really do trick-or-treating, but we were still going to get that candy. Hmm. So me and Patrick would just half-ass a costume just so we could be out in the streets getting some candy. We were savages. Oh, I'm gonna find this picture. What's the last age you stopped getting candy? Like trick or treating? Yeah, I stopped trick or treating in middle school. Yeah. Here we go. That sounds about right. Here we go. This this the dude that one is the do rag. Let me see. Oh, you gotta get the too much too much reach on the. That's funny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, man, it took me a minute because he kept walking it, bro. He kept walking past me at the party, and I was like, bro, I was like, hold up, wait a minute. I was like, bro, that's you on the package. And he was like, bro, you like one of the only people to catch that. I was like, that's crazy. But no, that's funny. Like stuff like stuff like this is why I appreciate Halloween more. I feel like as an adult. True. It's like I do. I can't see from that light. It is appreciative because everybody wears the same. Well, not everybody. But a lot but of people, a lot of people go with the like same shit already seen. Right. Like with the shit we've seen for the past 30, 40, shit we've seen before we was born. Like, y'all dressing up wearing shit that's like... So, I do like that people kind of do celebrities a little bit more now because even though it's not new, there's always a celebrity that would does something stupid and iconic to where it's like, oh, I know who you're trying to be. And it's like, okay, that's funny. I mean, have you seen what some of the celebrities were going as for Halloween? Uh, I know people was going for... Dressing up like Ice Spice and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, heard the, you heard the plaque and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my be. Uh, let me see if I can find this post. I know people was dressed up like Ice Spice and like uh, somebody did Kanye and uh, his wife. Um, A lot of people did a lot of different oh, shit. The, Car- the Cardi B meme was hilarious. You saw that? No. The woman who was the Cardi B meme? Mm-mm. Okay, so here's the Cardi B meme. So they, was, so they was dressed up as memes, basically? Basically, I mean, she was dressed up as a meme. That's funny. She just recreated the Cardi B meme, which I thought was pretty funny. Because, like... Yeah. That's pretty clever. People ain't got nothing else better and You got to be pretty... I don't, I don't know. I've, I've never seen anybody do this. Even when this meme was popping, I didn't see anybody, like, That's pull this funny. one out. But it's kind of funny. And I'm not mad at it. So then you got... What else is there? This one's a good one. <laughs> the receiver for the Chargers, Josh Palmer. He went to uh, he went as a uh, Motel from uh, above the rim, the Black Air Force ones. That was a pretty pretty good one. You know, I feel like a bunch of people have done that one before. Oh, this was a good one. These two guys went as the house on um, I don't know where this house is where this house is located, but I've seen it before. It's somewhere in California. I don't get it. What is that? A real place? Yeah, it's a real place. That's stupid. But it's. That's kind of dumb. I but it's like, like if you, but it's like if you know, if you know, you know. I feel you, but that was like, like, yeah, come on, like, bro, that's a boring costume. Not really. The execution was pretty good. I, I like the, the reference I get, but it's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear that. You wouldn't wear that. No, I definitely wouldn't have. Yeah, so I saw Justin that. Bieber and his wife. Bam, Bam, Paris Hilton, oh, Sean White. Like, who are they supposed to be though? Some of these people I can't tell. Some let me like, see. I'm trying to guess. I was going to say Aerosmith, but I'm like, nah. I don't know. Who the fuck? Oh, yeah, that looked like Slash. Slash? That's Slash, for sure. That's definitely supposed to be Slash. So Guns N' Roses? I don't know who, no, no, just the middle. Just slash? Slash, for sure. Oh, maybe the one on the far far uh, left is also supposed to be... Uh, Somebody from Guns N' Roses? Yeah, what's his name? Um, Forgot his name, but yeah. Yeah, those two Guns N' Roses. That's what I'm like. Yeah, yeah, those two Guns N' Roses. I don't know the other two, though. I'm like, cause that's not that can't be Tigger. Yeah, no. I'm trying to figure out who that is. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I thought this was Laura Croft, but I was like, nah, cause he's a dude. Let me see. He also don't have shorts on. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know, bro. Some of these. What? Let me see. What is she supposed to be? Is that Doja? Uh, nah, that's uh Halsey. Okay. Demi Lovato. Snow White, obviously. Of course, we got Ice Spice, Betty Boop. Mm-hmm. 
with the boop out. You know? <laughs> Damn, how many pics they got of her? A lot. Oh, this is when she had her shit out. <laughs> All right. All right, so we got the Ice Spice. When is Betty Boop? Um, I think that's about it from... Oh, well, nah. North uh, when there's uh, Kanye. It's bare from the, the graduation. Album. She low-key been wearing a lot of his iconic outfits lately, too. Yeah, so we got this. You know they said Dave Chappelle was actually in the in the bear costume during like through the album cover during the co- during the concert tour, oh, on tour I didn't know that yep so this is this is Young North wearing a bear it's funny cause like the outfit's baggy yeah so North wearing the uh the Kanye bear joint but yeah that's my take on Halloween I, I rock with it more as an adult than I did as a kid so I feel you I know everybody don't feel the same but yeah, I feel the only like, fun aspect of, from a kid's standpoint was the fact that I was just mobbing around the neighborhood, my homies getting candy. It kind of reminds me of a, a little thing I was on Instagram. This dude was kind of being funny, but he was basically, and I and I can't remember exactly what he was saying word for word, but in a nutshell, he was basically like, "Now that we the adults, we gotta one, we gotta be the ones that that do the cookouts." He's like, "When we was kids, you know, we just go to the cookouts and he's like, who's doing the cookout?" But like now that we the adults. We gotta do the cookouts, and so like it's kind of the same thing with the Halloween thing, cause like I think growing up, we just kind of go where things was happening. But now that we're the adults, we gotta create that. But we gotta like we want to do some for Halloween. We really gotta go like come up with something. Like yeah, we can go out and pay for something, but we us as adults literally have to like get up and make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Which is a little yeah. different than being a kid and just like, you know, when you was in school. Everything's kind of prepared for you. Damn near. They give you the bags. You know, you by the time you outside of school, Halloween's a thing you looking forward to. You know what I'm saying? As an adult, it's like, again, you planning these things. Like well, I remember Halloween parties, bro. We used to literally not do shit all day. Facts. Valentine's but Day parties. Trade candy. Valentine's Day parties, too. And eat cookies and stuff. Hell yeah, yeah. watching TV. Yeah, there they would be a movie on. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. That's the vibes. So, yeah, no, nah, it's just funny because, yeah, as an adult now, it's like if you want to get into something, man, we, we got to really like. I was just talking to the homie, too, about like, you know, Thanksgiving and shit, like holidays. It's like what we going to be doing. It's November's here now. It's like what is going on? We doing a potluck or something this this month? Who, me? Us? Thanksgiving. I'm going home for Thanksgiving. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. It's going to be the first time, because you know, normally we do a damn, so I'm going to be by myself this time. Not necessarily. I mean, you know, if you ain't there, I'm probably not going to be there. You got a point, but... So. And Justin moved to the Bay. He moved? Yeah, he he went to the Bay. So he was back here for... When did he leave? When did he leave? That man definitely yeah. stayed moving around. Uh, he left in like May. Damn. Yeah, May. He still with a girl too. Mm-hmm. They moved down. Yep, they in the bay. Wow. Don't ain't that where she from? Yep. That's make that makes sense. Okay. Stay back in the Bay Area. <clears throat> well, he was damn. out here this weekend for Ashton's birthday though. A lot of people been leaving here. Hmm. I feel like it kind of evens itself out, though, because people always still show up. Right. So I feel that. Everybody ends up out here at some point, I feel like. Well, let's go ahead and move along, get to some of these uh, news topics that we got to share. Yeah, so... Um, this is actually kind I'm... of a late one. It's a little, a little late based off when this is coming out. So the world's probably already heard this, but... I definitely already heard this, but we're just going to, you know... We announcing that uh we've lost an actor or someone in the industry someone you might know of from a tv show and his name is matthew perry um what was his what was his character's name God, I see i ain't gonna was, hold you was it chandler i think that was i'm not a friends dude but I'm my, not my I never aunt watched that joint love friends growing up and i only honestly know about that show because of her like she faithfully watched that when I was a kid so I didn't necessarily know the characters but I knew it enough to know that like I knew the theme song and I knew she was watching Friends um, but yeah he recently passed away they said that uh, I think he drowned I think so something like in that in the hot tub or some shit like that it was in a hot tub jacuzzi same shit 
Um, so that means he probably got tired, fell asleep, and then <laughs> some shit had happened. But yeah, um, we lost another great. You know, as part of life, I suppose. Um, they did say it wasn't drug related, so that's a good thing. Yeah, um, so that's, that's okay. So you probably just got you probably, you probably just got too hot and passed out. No, it wasn't nothing like that. It was something. It had to do with like it was something internal. It didn't have to do with like the hot tub. I'm saying though, they tell you not to be in hot tub for too long because you'll get. I don't think that was the case though, but I feel you. Pass out. I don't want to speak too much on something I don't know. They also say you can get dehydrated in the hot tub because it'll make you sweat. But rest in peace to him. Yeah, R.I.P. him. Um, I didn't realize he was in a hot tub. I thought he was like swimming or something. Nah. Oh, dang. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, either way, it sucks, but. Facts. I didn't realize that's how he drowned. Also, um,. I'ma just be quick and brief since we're on like this type of shit. Uh condolences condolences are they condolences? Condolences. To um uh, pretty much the people around the world right now who are affected by the shit that's going on outside of America. Oh no, facts. Um a lot of people are dying right now. I don't really like to talk about this stuff because for honestly, like for me. It's like, it's just, I, I just don't like talking about it. But it's unfortunate because a lot of people be like, you know, if you don't talk about it, then a lot of people don't know. But I choose not to talk about it only because my mental health is already kind of like fragile. And I just don't really like to talk about things that already kind of like make it feel even worse than what it already is. But at the same time, I do want to acknowledge that because while we're here right now, potting. There are people low-key dying right now, and that shit is kind of fucked up. So, you know, damn, they need to do a moment of silence for real for those people that really are, like, dying right now. Kids, families, all that. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like with all the conflict going on, I just, I don't know, I just feel like... Both sides are kind of should acknowledge the wrongs of both sides, if you ask me. True. Yeah, I just wanted to do a quick moment of silence for that. And I didn't want to get. Like, and I feel like in most cases like this, both sides are usually it's at most at, at certain points within the conflict have been in the wrong. So of course, and that's the whole thing is that it's just there's people dying right now for innocent it's innocent people dying that should not have to die over something like this. But I'm also not OD well versed in the conflict going on over there, so I'm also not necessarily Me neither. trying to. But I, like I said, I just wanted know. to do give, give that that moment of silence, so just to, you know, for the people to let us and let let them know that, like you know, at least on my end, I can't speak for you, but I do acknowledge that there's things going on in the world outside of what's going on in our bubble, and respectfully, condolences to those people who are losing their lives and families and things like that. No facts, 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 facts. You know what I'm saying? Um, but to speak back up to the positive note, now that we got that out the way, um, I guess we can go ahead and get into the, the music related side of this shit. Um, like I said, it's not a whole lot to talk about today, but there's a few things that I wanted to touch on, um, as far as the music and I guess before we could, what you about to say? <laughs> it's just, this is actually kind of funny. So have you heard, did you hear that, uh, this is kind of related to the music topic we were talking about with Olivia. This kind of goes back to the, dang, my eyes itching right now. It goes back to the the subject matter tied to, uh, what's her name, Sexy Red? Okay. You know she got a cosmetic line coming out? Yeah, I know. I thought, I, uh, I, I saw, I, she talked about it. That shit funny. You saw the names and shit that she had for it? <laughs> Yeah, but not to not to derail what you were talking about. Yeah, just, that's I, a whole other conversation. Just, I just saw it, thought it was funny. That's a whole other conversation for real. Um, I'm gonna start with the Kid Cudi first because that's a that's a short shorter little brief segment. Um, you sent me that track on on Instagram, right? Yeah. So basically, for those that don't know, if you've been paying attention to our past few episodes, it's kind of Kid Cudi's kind of sort of being a been a reoccurring topic. And probably will continue to be an ongoing topic if I'm here, honestly, if I can help it. Um, but basically, make a long story short, he is putting out a 40-plus track album. For those that don't know, if you're just not catching up, I kind of have a beef with that for many reasons. But make a long story short, it's mainly based off, uh, how can we say, um, 
more quantity over quality right now at this point and i feel like you know we're wanting quality so it's like walking on eggshells with him at this point in my on my end as a consumer because i don't know what i'm gonna get from him right now so anytime he releases something i kind of have to put myself in a position where i can't dig too deep and expect too much because he already ain't really like he already kind of like he already ain't giving you nothing yeah he already kind of fucked my confidence up a little bit anything to hold on to exactly so he dropped this one. I sent it out to my close homies because that's what I do. Only like three or four select Kid Cudi heads in my circle, really. So I sent it to those people, and nobody really had a real reaction, which is another sign that Cudi ain't grabbing nobody because nine times out of ten, we normally would have a little small conversation about it. But he did put this new song out, and the way I feel about it, it's called uh, Ill What I Bleed. I like that jacket. Right? Shit fire. All right, so I can tell you how I feel about the track. I don't really have nothing bad to say about the track. I can, I'm going to start with the good shit about the track. The good shit is the production do kind of give me a little bit of that cutty vibe. It definitely kind of sounds like it's kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like that cutter vibe. Like I kind of get the cutter vibe a little bit. But it's like when you tell me you got 40 plus tracks coming out, that doesn't give that like is that is your single to that 40 plus tracks because this is the problem that i was talking about like if you're not putting out a cohesive album then because most times when you have a cohesive album the single is supposed to project what we're supposed to potentially get for an album but if you're putting 40 something songs out and this is one of your singles second single by the way which is completely different from the first single you put out which is not a bad thing but i've said this on the last pod because Kid Cudi is not consistent with his sound, he's not consistent at all. And I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like you've been dabbling in different sounds, which is not a bad thing. But if you're not putting out quality work, it just sounds like you're all over the place. And so now we're about to get a 40-plus track album, and I don't know what to really feel off of it. Because even with the single that you sent me, it's like, or gave us, it's like, it's not bad, but it's like it's not great. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's just kind of it is. It's 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 like a filler track, and yeah, I don't even want it. Just is. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro. I mean, it's forty something tracks on this, bro. We talking forty tracks. So, but at the same time, me being a Cuddy fan, I feel like that song I might grow. It might grow on me. This one? I feel like it might. I like the beat. I feel like it might grow on me. I feel like it has potential to grow once I listen to the rest of the album. We got 40-something tracks to go through, though. Like I said, I like the beat. That's How you about feel? That's about all you get from me. That's about all? Oh, I like the beat. You don't really say much. He not. Sound like a SoundCloud track. Jeff, Jeff said that he didn't really understand what he was saying. I mean, I could definitely understand what he's saying. He's not saying anything. In particular, so, like, I think I think, honestly, regardless of my opinion... It sounds like he's trying to appeal to these... Young teenage boppers out here. I think in these streets. Regardless of how I, my opinion is, I think I do have a valid point in the fact that if you're gonna put out forty plus tracks on an album, just know that you can't expect us to have confidence in a, in any type of direction of the album. You haven't given us any incentive. You haven't gave us, and that's cool. Some people like to put out an album where it's just a bunch of songs, and that may be the case. That clearly may be the case, and if that's the case, cool. But with no real context, you're leaving it to us to basically try to figure out where your head is creatively. And I don't know. I'm not one of the people that's just going to dick ride you just because I love you. I'm going to give you harsh criticism because I love you. So I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. I ain't here for it if this is what it's going to sound like. That's just me, though. <laughs> that's just me, though. So let's, let's go ahead and uh, move along, man. Like cohesively? Collectively, this is what your shit gonna sound like. And I didn't hear the, I didn't hear the other single off of it, so it wasn't good. I'm judging based off of it was. This one it was track. bad. It was bad. Like it was the track I was talking about the A track produced. Oh, that's supposed to be on that. That's on there. Mm. The Porsche's track. Mm. Shit was not good. So yeah. Oh, there is one more thing I wanted to talk to you about before we get into the Brent Fires. Okay. Um, cause I told you they was talking about, uh, DJ AM's 
Um, oh, crates and stuff. Crates and how he had this shit hella organized. I thought I sent you this shit too. That shit was actually hella interesting because. His, so, does the family member that found the guy? It was, it was somebody. Shit, I don't. Did DJ? So, like I said, don't quote me on this because I really don't like giving out false information, y'all. But I will say this I'm not perfect. I will say this. It's somebody on behalf of him that's like close. And it's more than one hard drive. He, the man that was speaking, um, he's not the only person that has hard drives. So there's people in his family, close friends or whatever, that have hard drives. He's just one of the people. And he went through it and he was talking about it. And he was talking about how he, the way he describes his subgenres, he has these crazy names that describe his subgenres, which I thought was really unique. And they kind of went through a video. I don't know if this was exact video footage of his, but if it was... It was kind of inspiring because it's like, you know, as a DJ, you know, you want your crates to be organized. And from a motherfucker like his, it's like, I wonder what was going through his head and how he built his crates because he had his subgenre crates was crazy. And how ours is, how like we just have generic names to kind of describe it. He had crazy names to describe the the vibes that he wanted to go in. Hmm. So it was just interesting. And the guy was like describing like what some of those crates were like, what was in those crates. And it was just funny because based off the names and then the songs, like, okay. But it was just interesting, man, because it makes you think, how do other DJs organize their crates? And I would love to kind of see another DJ just, like, see their crates, like, a professional, like, how they do it. Like, what's their process? Because everybody's process is different. Honestly, it's probably based on how big the big, I don't know. I know once your music catalog gets to a certain size, it's like. That's what I'm saying. I think that part, too, because DJ AM's catalog I'm gonna assume I'm gonna assume his music was Crazy. fucking ridiculous, you know. Like I mean, those type of DJs, bro. Just to imagine like their catalog and what they hold. And that's why yes, I said I got close to forty thousand songs. Yeah, like so we was just the other day talking about how much songs we got, people. Um, yeah, more context in our collection. Yeah, he had just randomly asked me. He was like, "Yo, how many music? How many, how many songs you got in your Serato?" I was like, uh, "I was like, what you mean?" I was like, "Why?" He's like, I'm just curious how many you got. And I have like close to 40,000. And I got about 10,000. 10, and what's crazy is I did the, 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 uh, the numbers. I got 10,000 songs, but uh, it's only like 700 some albums. And for some odd reason, it seems like you would have way more albums. Like 700 seems like, like, a, like a large number, but to me, that's not a lot. But then again, I'm like, I don't know how many of those songs are duplicates. That is some true. Songs, some songs are multiple We definitely projects, got duplicates. So it's like. That's true. At this point now, I cannot say I only have one. One one of each track or one of each song I have. However you want to say it. Yeah. If, if there was a crate that you wanted, like, if there was a DJ you could meet to, like, check out their crate, whose who's crate would you want to, like. Whose crates would I want to raid? Yeah, like, if you could. That's a tough one. It'd have to be somebody who's been DJing for a long time that's still actively DJing. Oh, uh, yo, one. so here it is. Let me send. Let me send it to you. Who has DJ AM's laptops? The family has at least two that I know of now. His last two. I have copies of everything that was on those drives. You're curious yeah. to see like how his crates it's are. Like, yeah, copies. I want to see so, that. Like, what's in there? They were split into like categories. So like he had like smooth and sexy, which was like all R and B. You know, he really liked like uh, rare groove and like funky stuff from like 70s and 80s. You know, like the Elton John type stuff. Mm-hmm. He called that crate smooth honky. <laughs> so he had like these funny names for stuff. Did he have his crates under <laughs> venues like Banana Split? LAX. Well, he did have Banana Split stuff because that was like every week. But then right. he had like a Club Bangers crate. He had some stuff that was just his routines. A lot of the tracks kind of in order. Which right. is crazy because I stuff. subconsciously do that and crates, I didn't even so think other DJs do that. Like, but it makes sense. He would just play them in order but like he could jump Because I already started like stuff, having routine had, like, mixes and I'm like, alright. Another one bites the dust into Journey and like, you yep. know, the Wonderwall mix and things like that. Signature AM stuff. That's funny. Yeah, but that's just crazy because imagine that catalog dog is going through that shit like, and he already got it organized. Like, what? That's years of fucking prep and work. Smooth honky. Yeah, we got to get our crate game up. I, I look, he got to spend some. It's a job for real. Working on that crate. The smooth honky crate. <laughs> Man, stupid. Elton John, Michael McDonald, probably. Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's why I said it's funny. The soulful whites. The, the, the names is funny. Um, 
Oh man. But yeah, on on to the next topic, uh, music related again. Um, a lot of music kind of sort of dropped, not really, but if you fucking with certain artists, there's some new new out there. Brent Fiaz just dropped a new project, uh, R and B album. Yeah, you were saying it was produced by Timbaland, right? No, 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 no. It's not produced it, by Timbaland. It, he just got it's got some production by Timbaland. Oh, uh, but the whole thing's not produced by him. No, but no. you're saying the whole thing was produced by him. No, 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 no. Got you. So he just dropped a project called Larger Than Life. For those that don't know Brent Fayez, he's an R&B artist. Um, independent. I'm not sure where he's from. I should know this shit. I think he's from like... DMV area, right? DMV area. Yeah. Uh, been an independent artist for a while now, and one of the few independent R&B artists that's actually crushing it, for real, for real, for real. Um, I haven't really been into him super heavy. I've been gradually... He's been gradually growing on me as an artist, but I stay on his shit. So this project came out, and I was like, "All right, instant ad." Like I added it without hesitation. And when it comes to R and B, I gotta be in a headspace. So like, I can't just play that shit and like vibe out. I literally have to be in a headspace to appreciate it. So like, the first time I played it, it was at work and on some just like background shit to just kind of catch the vibe. And I was like, "All right, this is cool. Like, I can fuck with this," you know. Played it again. Second time, I was like, all right, I see what this is about. Because I was talking to my homegirl, who's a huge uh, Brent Fias fan. I was asking her how she feel about it. And she didn't get to listen to it yet. So I was like, yeah, I feel like it's going to be a good album based off what I skimmed through. Third time came around, and I was like, yo, okay. This is a pretty smooth R&B album. And, and the way the tracks are, they hella short. They're hella short. Damn near under less i think they might only he might only have a few three minute song three minute songs on there like most of them are damn near like two minutes or less and they kind of have some skits on them a little bit so they're short songs man real digestible but the cool thing i like about the project though is that the production was fired and on top of him already being dope in his style he he played it he played it smooth on this project and it worked like i like the approach that he did um we can take it our way from the very top with just the, the intro with Timbaland. I mean, me being a producer, like, I'm already going to be a little, like, I guess biased. Like, if you certain producers, once, once they get their hands on some shit, it's like a cheat code. It's like, they can't do wrong. So, Timbaland getting in the mix is automatic win. And then the fact that, like, I don't know whose idea it was to get Timbo to bring his old drums back, but... That's the shit that I genuinely fucking like, and that that would just make me feel so good and warm inside. Pause, cause like honestly, like if you know Timberland's drum style, it's very distinct. Like I can literally listen to something the first few seconds and know it's a Timberland beat. I can listen to the first few seconds of a Swizz drums and know it's a Swizz beat. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to his um his beats recently in recent times, he's learned to adapt to a newer sound so you don't really get those Timberland drums that much no more and I don't know if you ever pay attention to Peep if you ever listen to Timberland's recent production it don't have those Timberland drums but it's still Timberland so bringing back those drums that we all know of Timberland the ones that defined his sound that was dope and then they sampled TLC on that track so it was just a lot of cool little early 2000s um, nuances that 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 was brought into the project that I really fuck with, and then the whole NERD vibe with that one track, um, which I then still haven't looked at all the track listings so for the production, so I don't even know if NERD produced none of that. But it just you can tell that sound was like they was definitely on that shit. He whoever was behind the the executive production on that shit, they got it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I haven't heard the full album yet. You did. So I played oh, you the whole played, thing you, last you night. The full thing? Yes. So I guess I have heard the full yeah, thing. Yeah, you heard it. I guess I have heard the full thing. They know it was 14 tracks. It was smooth. I've heard the whole thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, I mean, it was smooth from what I heard. Yeah, it was smooth. I didn't hear anything that I, I disliked about it. It was like really no skips. We played the whole thing. He got like two slow, slow joints and they're not even really slow, slow joints. I would agree. No skips. Yeah, like. From and what the, I heard what, last what, night. What was your highlights from the production? God, I don't know the track list. Um. I know you were your first time in Precious, but just what you heard. Because I know there was some joints on that. She was like, all right. I'll give it a solid. Yeah, I'm not the biggest R&B head. 
I do like R&B. I don't agree with that. I don't think that's true. I I think that you we just you we more hits and oldies. Like I said, I like R and B. I'm just not the biggest R and B head. Cause you so know like, some oldie shit. When it comes to like modern R and B stuff, yeah, modern. That's what I'm saying. You know, you know R and B. Right. So like I said, I'm not the biggest R and B head. I'm not going out of my way to go like find the new R and B shit. True. If I come across some shit that I like and I hear, I'm like, oh, let me. I don't let me go out of my this. way for new R and B either. I just uh. Like the artist I like and stay on. Right. But um no, nah, it was it was dope. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, no, nah, really I wouldn't I and didn't then you were like he has some Timbaland produced trade, has some tracks produced by Timbaland on this. I was like the hell? I was like, all right. Yeah. So yeah, man, shout I was out pleasantly to Brent. surprised. Shout out to Brent. Good eight out of ten. Putting out a decent project. Um, what about you? Any highlights, any music that that, that Cause you ain't really been sending me a whole lot lately. Like there's a, there hasn't been a whole lot going on musically. Mm, not on my end. That's funny because one of the homies who was out here asked me what I've been listening to, and I was like, I've been listening to a bunch of like obscure shit. Me too. <laughs> Honestly, shit that ain't really on even on Apple Music. <laughs> shit that don't nobody want to hear about. Low key though. <laughs> so I'm like, I, mean, I ain't gonna hold you. We've been on a wave lately, bro. I can tell you about what I'm listening to, but I know your black ass ain't gonna go listen to it. So. Right. You know what though? Is that you know what I just thought about? What? I think I'm gonna switch up the song for track for uh I think I'm gonna add a song for the for the jam session. I think it just it just hit me, bro. We're gonna have to switch one of them songs. Or we could just add it, but that conversation just reminded me that I actually think I wanna add this song. But no, it's funny though, like speaking of the, the homie that was asking me about the songs and music I was listening to, it was just like it was funny because like I was telling him stuff like the genres and stuff I've been listening to, and then he mentioned this artist named Wiz Haven. Wiz Haven. Yeah, I don't know who the, who the hell Wiz Haven is, but I found out about him this past week. But apparently, it's a rapper. Yeah, he local. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't even know where he's from. Probably in Atlanta. What's his name again? Wiz Haven. Wiz Haven. W i z z space h a v i n n. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where's happened? All right. Well, that's all I got for music right now. I ain't gonna hold you. So, um, yeah, I don't know if y'all been living under a rock or not for the past couple of days, but Kais and I decided to do a uh, seven-day stream from fake prison. I don't know whose idea this was. From the outside, I thought it was funny. But then one of my homies who always thinks deep had to hit me with the negative shit. So he was like, you know, this is some bullshit, man. I'm like, I was like, well, yeah, I feel you. But at the same time, we got to keep that same energy for everything we see that's entertainment related to prison. Because, like, we love life. And that shit was depicted off damn near shit that happened happened to black people in real life. And we and we and we laughing at that, and people, we think that's funny. So people, people like scared straight, and that's just literally traumatizing. Kids that's what I'm saying. So it's like national TV. We got to learn to keep the same energy. So as much as I understand what he's saying, he's not wrong. But you, we got to learn to see things from a certain light. So like I, I was already looking at it from a positive, entertaining standpoint, and I took it for that value. I didn't take it as offensive because. I just knew this was entertainment. But when you start thinking a little deep, it was like, yeah, y'all could have added a few white people in there. I was just curious to know if he was really going to. I was like, is this man really about to be in, like, real prison prison? Or is he, like, about to, like. Yeah, nah. You never know with these streamers nowadays. I don't so know. I was, I, like, I was still trying to figure out the facility and what place that was. Because it looked like a prison, but it it's clearly not. ain't a real prison. There was a scene. Where the, remember the scene? There it might have been an abandoned prison. You probably saw the uh, footage of, of Drewski. Right, which point? Which footage? I saw and, a lot of footage. I don't know. This is part we but with like, the sandwich. That's not the sandwich. He was like making a beat or something like that. Oh yeah, it get wicked. You talking about the shit where he was beating he on his chest? Beating, he was. He started beating on his wall. On oh the, no, no, wall I thought, point they had like, oh, walls like the wall is was, was hollow. I was just like, yo, they're not in the real prison. They yeah, had one where they was he was beating on his chest, copying that dude. Yeah, that was like, yeah. it get wicked. I remember that. That shit was funny. Anyway, here's some video footage from the Casanat situation. This is a Drewski a fool. They all fun. They brother these these two collect these two together right here. What is his name? Bend it on. And Drewski together. I can't wait to see Drewski on movies in movies, bro. It's coming. 
Both of them gonna be in movies. Both of them, both of both of them, the comedians mm-hmm. Ben and Drewski will both be in movies. So yeah, I'm, I'm getting. Most people are finding it funny. Some people are kind of like, this is kind of fucked up. But like I said, man, entertainment is entertainment, bro. Like it's like, bro, you gotta learn to just find entertainment in things. Can't take everything so serious. Let's take a shower yet. Standing on business. What is this? <laughs> Yo, S.O.B. Stand on business. <laughs> My bad, bro. <laughs> Straight Yo. disrespect, bro. My bad, bro. This My bad, bro. To be funny. But it's funny. That's what I'm saying. They got nice stuff over there. That's... <laughs> Look, he trying to keep his shoes from touching the bed, bro. <laughs> he trying to make sure the shoes don't touch the bed. <laughs> what you feel like you missed from the free world? He said the wind. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't like it in here. It just ain't no pussy. <laughs> he, said, he said, I'm here with the gang. So we all got a re- Yo, Drewski is funny, bro. <laughs> that shit fucked me up. I know what time it is. There's too many motherfuckers in there. <laughs> you was not that tip. <laughs> he took one of the boys' booty yesterday. <laughs> Did you listen to this? I am listening to this. And for those out there wondering, we listening to the Casanat seven days in jail situation we'll sniff it is that ddg (laughs) (laughs) nerd damage they had nle chop in there too yeah i'm hip they had a lot of motherfuckers in there who was that i don't know who that is all right I feel like we, yeah, I could look like, you this, but we, yeah, this shit funny though. Sorry for, sorry to the people out there that are just like, yeah, you gotta pull up, give it, give it a chance. It's kind of stupid, but it's funny. I didn't even see the women. Oh, well, I didn't, I didn't know he, I didn't know he did that either. They got, yeah, Chris Sean in there. Oh, I do see it right there. Dang, that's funny. He got everybody. How you feel about it? I mean... It is what it is at this point. It's day what seven? <laughs> How many days is going? Seven days. That was it. Yeah, it's the last day. I think so. <laughs> yeah, so like, he fake went to jail for seven days with all of his other influencer friends, influencer rapper friends. Basically, that's all I got for you. That's so all we got other than uh, the made, last... Made light of a super serious situation for a lot of people. Actually, well, let's, say, let's, save, let's save this topic for later. Which one? This one. But let's touch on this one real quick. All right. And then all other news, if you rock with sneakers, there was a pair of Nike Dunks. I don't even know the colorway, but somebody got a pair of Nike Dunks that were missing the, missing the swoosh. So long story short. It's almost like years, crimson colors. Mm, when it? it was like a nah, it was like a brown tripping. Let me see if I can find a picture. Who's on ice kicks? Yeah, the, the fools got a whole check missing, so they about to get a check. They're not about to get it. I mean, mean well, yeah, that they, they technically to get rid makes of them. them rare. Like yeah, they get get rid of them in a few years. Because how many Nikes like that happens? That's a rare situation, and it was kind of dope. It wasn't crimson colors, was it? Check your DMs. I can't remember. I feel like I had that red though in there. That's literally just all. Snicker, it was on Snicker, uh, that one at one Instagram. Here we go. Found it. Oh, I'm down tripping. Why I thought it was red in there. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I think it's a pair of ugly, ugly duckling dunks. I'm tripping like a motherfucker. No, they're not ugly ducklings. They're just dusty olives. They're dusty olive dunks. So somebody's missing this, missing a swoosh. They actually look. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a skate shoe now. Right. It looks weird without the Nike check. Right. But it's still cool, though. It's like a one-off pair now. Now you got like a rare one-off pair. 
Yeah, it's just a general weird seeing the Nike dunk. How would you feel if you got that? Would you like still rock them? Would you be like, that's some bullshit? Like, would you embrace it? Like, what would you do? Would you take them back and be like, yo, on what y'all gonna do? Side, I'd be like, that's some bullshit, but I'm gonna keep them. Like, now I do know, depending on the type of shoe, it could the value. Because bro, be. you know me, I like to wear my shit. If it's a demand, if it's a shoe that like is already kind of fire, and that happens, it's gonna make the price even more like expensive. Those is not that crazy. Yeah, no, I'm gonna be tight. <laughs> I'm gonna be tight on those skis. Yeah, because like, what the? But how much money do you think they can make off that shit? I mean, some sneaker. It's gonna take some time, and there's even a shoe that anybody even really that colorway. True, is anybody gonna want that? Yeah, like, I mean, on top of that, it's like the other one also has a swoosh on it, so it's like it'd be different if both of them just had no swooshes. But that's not the case. I'm surprised they even got them out of the store that way, because most they might have ordered them. Most people are supposed to. Ah, good point. So I say most people are supposed to. Most sales reps are usually supposed they probably to probably like, check the shoe before they let you walk out the shoe. Walk out the store with the shoe. Walk out the shoe. You know what I mean? Walk out the stupid shorts. Walk out the You can't even get your words out, bro. Walk out the store with the shoe on. Walk out the shoe with the store. What was you just saying? It's getting late. It's okay. Yes. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, no, uh, if I got those, I don't know how I would feel because I'm kind of OCD, so I don't know if I would like be able to wear it. I'd feel weird. I'd be, like I said, I'd be annoyed, but I mean, it would be cool to have. It's a story to tell. But like at the same time, I would be highly annoyed by the fact that like yo like I got one shoe with a check and one shoe without a check true that's not what I signed up for true but yeah we about to hop oh into- add that new song I sent you a text oh my bad I know it's last minute but that Brent Fires track might not get it, make it and if it don't that's my backup but I do want to play that Brent all right, yes, like I said, we about to hop to this jam sesh. All right, y'all. This brings us to the end of this episode. We appreciate you rocking with us. Hit the like, comment, and subscribe buttons. And share it with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Orange World TV. All music from the jam sesh is available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, Hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open. As always, we're your hosts, DJ Iron One. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll be back.